Ankle Monitor Productions proudly presents the suspense thriller Tales of the Queen City, Episode 1, The Errant Heiress. Before it was known as the Emerald City, Seattle was called the Queen City. The year is 1932, one of the most tumultuous years in the city's history. Still reeling from the aftermath of Black Friday, poverty hits the city hard. While most people live in squalor, the elite leaders live in luxury. Tonight's tale of suspense is one of desires, crime, and redemption. Poet Wilson is one of those lost souls the city has forgotten, a disabled vet who now has nothing left to live for. Until the day that fate comes knocking on his shanty's ramshackle door. Come on in, Prince. Oh, thanks! Oh my god, what is that smell? <laughs> Have a seat. Yeah, I think I'll stand. Thanks. This place is a dump. Literally. I call it home. Jesus, Paul. How did you end up living on Skid Row? Hooverville. What? Hooverville. We call it Hooverville. You know, after our fearless leader, Herbert. Very funny. I hate this place. You want a drink? You got hooch? Where'd you get hooch? I got my sources. <coughs> to Hoover. <laughs> to Hoover. Holy crap, poet. What is this swill? It's worse than my grandma's gin. <laughs> Sake. Sake who? Rice wine. I get it in Chinatown. Of course you do. It does the job. I haven't seen you since Wall Street crashed. What brings you down to the worst part of town this time of night? You want me to rough somebody up? Take milk from a baby? Look, poet, we go way back, and I heard you were on the outs. It took me all day to track you down. Mm. What would you say if I told you I had an opportunity for you to get you out of this clapboard shack and into a real place with three squares and all the hooch you want? Just cut to the chase, Prince. A girl's gone missing. Who is this girl? Real silver spoon type. Club girl, apparently. 
known to frequent the underground. That's why I need you. I can't give you any more details right now. Pass. What? I got better things to do than babysit some rich brat. I haven't told you what it pays yet. Don't care. Twenty a day, plus expenses. Pass. After all we've been through? Ah, I didn't want to have to do this, poet. Then don't. But you owe me, and I'm calling in the marker. Damn it, Prince. I do this, and we're square? As a root. Old friend, what have you gotten yourself into? This is big, poet. These people are connected. So all I gotta do is find some flaky dame, and my debt to you is paid? I won't ask you to do any jobs for me after this if that's what you want. I swear on my honor. Ha! How about you swear on your dear old mother? Fine. I swear on my mother's grave. Happy? Delirious. <sighs> Fine. Take this card and meet me at this address tomorrow at ten. In the morning? Yes, damn it, in the... Just be there, all right? This is in Queen Anne. Yeah? Nice neighborhood. Mansions and all. That's right. Gonna need uh, money for the trolley. Fine. And first day's pay up front. Fine, here's 20. Bah, should ask for 50. <laughs> oh, poet, it's good to work with you again. Yeah. You too, Prince. It already feels like old times. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Crap. Gather round, people of Hooverville. Gather round, people of Hooverville. I want to thank every person for the hard work that you have put into the efforts. We now have over 2,000 residents, all of whom have lost their livelihoods in these uncertain times. And as the official mayor of Seattle's Hooverville... Thank you. Thank you. Even though it is an honorary post, I will assure you all that I accept it with the utmost seriousness. The strenuous labor begins at this moment. 
My fervent belief is that we can weather these ages better together than alone. That through the acts of charity and love, we will persevere. Attaboy, sir! There will be soup dispensed in the northeast sector starting at noon, and dinner will be potluck in the commons tent at six. Please, bring along what you can, if anything. We are still working diligently to getting latrines in all sectors, so please keep patience. If anyone is new to the camp and wants to stake a shanty, please see me right away and we will square you up. Now, let's get back to work. And thank you. Mr. Jackson, sir? How do you fare this day, my good sir? Not gonna complain. What do they call you, my disheveled friend? Most folks call me Toby. And what may I service for you, Toby? Well, I just got off the rails, and one of the hobos told me you're the man to see. Winter's bite is just around the bend, and my constitution tells me to stop moving so much. So, you, you see, I need to settle here, at least till I'm feeling a mite better. Yes. I comprehend your predicament, friend Toby. You have indeed sought the right assistance. Do you see that field over there by the water tower? You can erect your tent there until a shanty can be made for you. Will that suffice? Oh, thank you, sir. I sure do welcome whatever I can get. It is my distinct pleasure. You gotta stop being so trusting, Jesse. Oh, wait! Oh, I'll never get accustomed to you sneaking up on me. You've been hovering around long, have you? Long enough. Toby the hobo might have a place open up soon. I may be moving out. Got a job. A job, eh? During a depression? You're not... returning to your old behaviors. Are you, poet? Old habits die hard. The case is straightforward, though. Rich girl ran away from daddy, so they're sending me underground to retrieve her. Hmm. What? What is it? I I'm sure it is nothing. Not for nothing, Jesse, but what's on your mind? Well, uh, a couple of the young girls from the camp are persona non grata. Y you remember Charity? The girl who wears flowers in her hair. Yes, the very same. Reminds one of Ophelia. I haven't seen the lass in nigh over a week. And then, the, then there was another, Margie, who had just set up her stake in our tent city. The very next day, she was gone. Not a person has seen her since. People come and go all the time in Hooverville, Jesse. We're all without a home. Yes. That was my thinking concerning Margie. She came to us with nary a thing. But, but Charity has been with us since the beginning. And she left all of her accoutrement behind. I, I reckoned that she was going to come back to us, but... Alas. I am beginning to fret. I'm sure it's nothing, but maybe I'll check out her place later. Make sure nobody touches anything while I'm gone. Thank you. I will comply, my friend. Be careful, poet. I have an odd sensation concerning all of this. Me too, Mayor. Me, too.
Yes, how may I help you? I'm poet. I'm sure your mother is very proud. No, not a poet. My name is Poet. Wilson. I was told to come to this address at ten. Hmm. Follow me. After you, Jeeves. You will address me as Smythe. I am Charles Radcliffe's man. Does his wife know? Very droll. <laughs> Mrs. Radcliffe is no longer with us. My apologies. May I take your hat and coat? Sure. Keep these clean for me. I believe I am too late. Come this way. This place is swanky. The mansion dates back to the beginnings of the city. On a clear day, you can see Mount Rainier out this window. Wow. Now that's a view. Please fetch us some tea and cookies, Smythe. Then let Charles know our guest is here. Yes, madam. So. You are poet. And you? I am Charles Radcliffe's mother. My friends call me Molly. Are we friends, Molly? We shall see. Please come and have a seat. I wish to talk with you a minute before the men get in the way. Right to business, then. You will hear a lot of nonsense from my son and his toad. <laughs> Prince. That's the one, a more odious man I have never met. He grows on you. My apologies. I understand the two of you served in the war together. Yeah, you could say that. Is that where you got your limp? It's a bit of a sore spot for me, Mrs. Radcliffe. Let's just say it happened in the war. And leave it at that. Call me, Molly. Are we friends now? You could have made up a heroic story about your wound just now, but you didn't. How did you get your name? I was apparently the first child born on New Year's Day. My mother said it was a poetical occurrence. And your father? Never met the man. Your tea, madam. And your son, accompanied by the toad. Welcome to my house, Mr. Wilson. I am Charles Radcliffe, lord of this manor. Prince here speaks very highly of you. He can get the job done. Pleased to meet you, Lord Radcliffe. Finished interviewing our man, mother? Quite. Does he meet with your stringent approval? Poet will be fine. Thank you for finding him for us, Mr. Cranston. Now, if you will excuse me, I'll let you men have at it. Smythe, yes, madam. please attend me. Find my granddaughter, poet. <laughs> I'll do my best, ma'am. Would you care for some tea, Mr. Wilson? Please, call me Poet. An odd name. How did you come by it? Well, when I was a lad, I was a bit of a bookworm. The other kids started calling me Poet. And it's stuck. Ha! Hmm. Your tea? Thank you. And Prince, your tea. 
Thanks, boss. Now let us sit and discuss matters. Your daughter, Wendy Radcliffe, who is best known around town for being a club girl, real party animal, has been missing for a week, and you want me to find her. Well, that's... You hired me because I have connections in the types of places that you, and you, can't go. Places where I can move freely. Seedy, sleazy places that Wendy liked to frequent. Now see here, my good man. If you wanted a good man, you wouldn't have called me. But your precious little girl is a wild one that you can't tame. Word around town is that she likes to sink in the dens in the underground. And you want me to go down there and pull her out. How do you know all that? I did some checking after you left last night. Wanted to know what you were getting me into. I'm not one to get into the middle of domestic affairs. A man's house is his own concern. Especially when that man owns half the city and can get and do whatever he pleases. If I did know Prince, I'd tell you to get lost. You have spoken plain. Now please, let me do the same. It's your dime. You're right, sir. I am privileged beyond means. I got my wealth from my ancestors, the very men who built this city. You live in Skid Road, I hear. Hoover. Yes, he lives in Skid Road. I found him there last night, a disgusting place. Well, I want to change all that. What would you say to a city without poverty? A city where all the buildings are modern, and everyone works at a job they can be proud of. I'd say you were nutso to think that would ever happen. What about those who can't work, or are injured, like me? Or caught up in drugs? What about them? I believe in personal responsibility. Survival of the fittest. A person should rise above his or her status and achieve on their own, without the aid of the state. Do you see this portrait here? The stout fella in furs. How could I miss it? Relative of yours? Clayton Radcliffe. My grandfather was part of the Denny Party when they landed in Alkyde Beach. He and my grandmother were two of the original settlers that built Seattle. My grandfather quickly amassed fortune in the fur trade. So you were born into your wealth. I may have inherited a fortune from my family, but I turned that fortune into true power. Then I had a child. Wendy was my little girl, an only child who had everything she wanted. Let me guess. It wasn't enough. Not nearly. She was always an adventurous little cherub, but as a young woman, she is uncontrollable. Opium? And other things? She's probably just on a bender. She'll come home when she's ready, I bet. If everything was okay, I would have found her, Poet. Or heard some word from my contacts. None of her crew have seen her for over a week. Twenty a day, plus expenses. Please. Where was she last seen? The Jade Dragon, in Chinatown. Adam Jade's place? Is that a problem? We got history is all. It's not a problem. Here is a photograph of Wendy. It was taken recently. I'll need a 50 on retainers. My... You bellowed, sir. Write Mr. Wilson here a check for $100. I hope that will do. 
pleasure taking your money, Mr. Radcliffe. I'll be in touch, and thanks for the tea. Smythe will show you out. Poet, there's something else you need to know. I'm all ears. My son is running for city council. This scandal would derail his efforts, and I can't have that. Why, Molly, you have some secrets. Never mind that. The election is just months away, and we need to solidify the state. The liberals are poised to change everything. Well, I don't pay much attention to politics. I'm surprised you're so avid. I may not look it, but I have been central to the standard of living in this city, and a proud temperance leader. My efforts also helped women secure the vote. This coming election will be the most important in this country's history. We must stop the socialist agenda of Roosevelt and his ilk. Now I see where your son gets his ideas from. You don't agree? Like I said, don't have an opinion. I envy you. Find my granddaughter, poet. And there's a big bonus for you. I promise I will find the truth. Don't make promises. It is very, very important that you find Wendy. I do care for the girl with all my heart. Harlot though she is. The harlot is as good as found. You had better, or else. Are you threatening me, Molly? I promise you, I will not be happy if you fail. You better not fail, then. Double crap. We will return to Tales of the Queen City after this important message. Hey fellas, need to tame that unruly mane of yours? Try Squishy's hair pomade. If your gal can spend two hours in the bathroom making herself beautiful for you, then surely you can spend ten seconds plastering your hair against your scalp for her. Squishy's hair pomade now contains all natural lard. That's Squishy's hair pomade for the manliest of men. And now, back to our story. That night. Poet finds himself standing in front of the door to the Jade Dragon Speakeasy, worried about what might happen when he enters the dark den. What's the price of beans? Two bits and a half. Poet, I haven't seen you in ages. Hiya, Tank. How's it cooking? It's Jake. How's about you, man? Cool as ice. Is... Is Jade around? <laughs> I steer clear, man. She's gonna kill you when she sees you. You only live once. <laughs> Ain't it the truth? She's in the back. I know the way. The way is where we travel. You been reading Lao Tzu again, Tank? Mastering others is strength? Mastering yourself is true power. How's that working out for you? It's a work in progress. As it should be. Let's grab a drink later. Ho oh, ho! If you're still here when Jade gets done with you. Is that Pearl on stage? Yeah. 
She's doing a tour of the Southside Speaks. Shush up, Tank. She's getting ready to sing. In old Savannah, I said Savannah, the weather there is nice and warm. The climate's of a southern brain, but here's what I don't understand. No, they got a gal there, a pretty gal there, who's colder than a Arctic storm. But Hannah's heart is She's a gal who likes to see men suffer To tease them and thrill them Torture and kill them Is her delight, they say I saw her at the seashore with a great big pan There was Hannah pouring water on a drowning man She's hard-hearted Hannah, the They call her hard-hearted Hannah, the vamp of Savannah, the meanest gal in town. Talk of your cold, refrigerated mamas, brother, she's the polar bear's pajamas. To tease them and thrill them, to torture and kill them, is her delight, they say. An evening spent with Hannah sitting on your knees is like traveling through Alaska in your BVDs. She's hard hearted Hannah, the vamp of Savannah, GA. Can you imagine a woman as cold as Hannah? She's got the right name, the vamp of Savannah. Anytime a woman can take a great big pan, start pouring water on a drowning man. She's hard, hard Anna, the vamp of Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> She's sweet as sour milk. <laughs> Enjoy my band, the Penny Anties. Take it away, boys. Buy you a drink, doll? Huh. I heard you were dirt poor. How about I buy you one? Delighted. Crusher. Yes, Miss Pearl. Could you be a dear and fetch us two doubles? Oh, the new Canadian whiskey, please. That's Jade's reserve. I don't know if I can... Are you saying that you can't get little old me a little old taste? Uh, no. I I just... Oh, there's a deer. Thank you. Well, here's to Canada. To Canada. Jade's not going to be very happy to see your mom. 
can't be helped. I got a job to find a missing girl, and she was last seen here a week ago. I got a picture. Have you seen her? Hmm, looks familiar. Yeah, yeah, she comes in here regular. Big tipper. Wendy Radcliffe. Radcliffe, eh? Did you notice anything Saturday last? It's the night she went missing. Saturday last? Yeah, I remember she was zazzled. On a toot? Good and spifflicated. That girl likes to take chances. Anything else? Hmm, yeah. There was also a big row with some of Dutch's goons. The opium dealer? The same. His boys were in here enticing the young things to come down to his dens in the underground. After hours party club. If she went with them, it's no wonder she's missing. Thanks, Pearl. I hate to leave you, but I gotta talk to Jade. You sure you want to see her? <sighs> no, but I need to know what she knows. <laughs> Lots of luck. Thanks, Pearl. For you. <laughs> Anytime. What's the price of beans? Five cents? Sorry, all out of beans. Agent Ledger, State Prohibition Bureau. Open the door, we break it down. Go suck an egg, copper! Agent Flax, ready the battering ram. Ready the battering ram? What's that? Oh, it's a raid. Quick, in the back. Follow me. Quick, Poet, in here. Poet? Hiya, Jade. How's the illegal booze biz? I told you the last time I saw you that if I ever laid eyes on you again, that would be the last time you see anything. Now, now. <laughs> Put the gun down, Jade. We got the cops to worry about. You got a back way out of here? Follow me. Through a bookcase. Secret door. Of course. Follow me. Pearl, you take this passage. It leads to the surface. You ain't seen me. I got a rep. Poet, you follow me this way. Oh, sure. With you, who's just pointing a gun at my head down into the depths of the underground. Here. Hold this lantern. Got it. Damn you, Poet. Where you go, trouble follows. I didn't bring the cops. You sure? Never mind. Here, through this trash pile. There's a small opening we can get through. This is one of my nests. Come in and we can talk. Nice room. How much of the underground do you control? Quite a bit. Ever since the old city was shut down after the plague, Regular people are afraid to come down here. Perfect for my kind of business. Yeah, the filth suits you. You appear out of nowhere, after being missing for over a year. And at the same time, g raid my speak. What the hell, poet? 
I'm telling you, I had nothing to do with that. I'm here on personal business, Jade. I'm looking for a girl that's gone missing. Uh-huh. Wendy Radcliffe. She was last seen here over a week ago, and she hasn't been seen since. What do you want from me? Take a look at this picture of her. Have you seen her? Doesn't ring any bells. You sure? You barely looked at it. Hmm. No, no. Haven't seen her. Now, let's have a drink. Cheers. Cheers. That's the stuff. Can I have another, please? As soon as you pay me the cash you owe me. Hmm. Here's 50 bucks. Call it a down payment. Deep pockets. This girl must be special. Yeah, doll. She's special, all right. Just like you. Oh, poet. You break my heart every time I see you. Come. Have a seat by me. We had a good thing going once. Way back when. That we did. Jade, I know you... I know you know some... something. Something wrong, poet? Uh, feel woozy. All of a sudden. Ugh. Oh, poet. Your weakness for the ladies will be the death of you. And that's how you tie someone up. You that old him, Tank? Yes, Connie. It'll keep him from escaping. I told you to call me Crush It, Tank. Just because you're older doesn't mean you can push me around. No, little brother. It does mean that. Ow! What was that for? The sound of one hand clapping. You've been hanging out in Chinatown too long. Maybe you're right. Tank? What is it, Connie? If you keep picking your teeth with that knife, you're gonna have an accident. Don't be ridiculous! Ow! What happened, Tank? Nothing. Told ya. Shut up! So, what do we do now? We wait for Poet to wake up, and then we find out what he knows and who he's told. How long will that take? I don't know. Why, you got somewhere to go? No. What the hell are you doing? Tank? What? Did you ever notice uh, how bad the back of your ear smells? What? The back of your ear. Behind the lobe. It stinks. How can you know that? If you rub your finger behind your ear and then you smell it, it stinks. Why would you... Oh, that's not true. It is true. Try it. What? Rub your finger behind your ear and then smell it. I'm not gonna do that. Chicken. I'm not a chicken. Here, I'll show you you're wrong. Oh my god, that's disgusting. Told ya. Oh, why does it smell so bad? Well, I've been asking myself that for a while. And you keep doing it? It's like an obsession. I can't stop. 
You two need some privacy. How long you been awake? Long enough. <laughs> I told you Jade would mess you up. I get the feeling I've been bamboozled. Jade knows about the girl, doesn't she? Which one? Honey, shut up. We're supposed to be the ones asking the questions. Oh, I don't know, Tank. We could maybe help each other. We can work together to find Windy. He don't know nothing. <laughs> Let's get rid of him. Jade said she didn't want to see his mug again. This part of the underground always floods at night. So we're going to leave you down here tied up while the water comes in and drowns you like a rat. Like a rat. Come on. Don't be a couple of crumbs. We go way back. At least give me a fighting chance. Sure. Here's one of my knives. I'll just set it over here for you. Lots of luck. Come on, Hank. Just untie me. The water's starting to flood in. See you around the sound, poet. No, oh, wait, boys. You can't do this to me. Hank, you gotta go. Now. No, wait. How will Poet escape certain death? What about the missing girl? What about that smell behind Crusher's ear? Tune in next week for episode two of our suspense thriller, Tales of the Queen City.